0: The investigation into former President Trump's handling of top secret documents, President Biden's warnings about threats to democracy and the resurgence of labor unions are all playing into this year's midterm elections. Here to make sense of it all are Amy Walter of The Cook Political Report with Amy Walter and Tamara Keith of NPR. Welcome to you both. Thank you so much for being here on Labor Day. Of course. So, Amy, uh, as we've saw earlier in the program, we've seen this further developments in the DOJ investigation. We've seen President Trump very angrily responding to it, and this all coming on the heels of President Biden warning that there's a real threat to our democracy. None of the, neither of those two men are on the midterm <laughs> right. ballot, right. and yet they're here. They are center stage. And yet Is
1: you this, wouldn't know that, right? Right. We've Is never this s- matter. Well, we've never seen anything like this before. I mean, midterm elections are almost always a referendum on the party that's in power. It's hard to make the out party the focus. The only time that that has actually succeeded was in 1998, when it was Democrats in the White House, Republicans impeached then-President Clinton. But the difference was that President Clinton was really popular. He had about a 60% approval rating. This president, of course, and a great economy. And that's the other piece of this. So we've never really seen this before. Of course, we've never seen a former president put themselves in the politics front and center in the way that Donald Trump has. And it's pretty clear that the Democrats do believe that the coalition of voters who tur- turned out in 2018, who turned out in 2020, not necessarily to vote for Joe Biden or vote for Democrats, but to vote against Donald Trump, that they're still out there. And they see that, anytime he's in the news, it helps their prospects. And so they don't need to bring him in all that much, but he is still he because he will Put himself front and center, as you said. He had a rally this week, and even regardless of where these investigations go, remember we still have the January sixth committee that will hold hearings. We don't know how many, maybe one or so in the fall, and they still have to put a report out. Maybe that's before November.
2: Yeah, and and it isn't just that you've never had a former president put himself in the news so much. It's also that you've never had a former president claim that the existing president isn't legitimate, or calling the existing president, the rightfully elected president, an enemy of the state, or declaring multiple times on social media in the last week that he needs to be reinstated, hurry up and reinstate me, there was something that wasn't quite right, reinstate me, rehold the vote. That's absolutely unheard of. And so when, when President Biden is talking about democratic erosion, or when academics who specialize in democratic erosion are talking about democratic erosion, They're talking about the idea, this sort of fundamental idea of democracy that if you lose, you accept that you lost, um, that that has been broken.
0: We saw, as you mentioned, the the president, former president, make, uh, even by his standards, a pretty hard speech against the current president. And we had heard President Biden say, look, the, the MAGA Republicans are a real threat to democracy. And President Trump. This past weekend, former President Trump flipped that on its head. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. These are very dishonest, sick people. Very dishonest people. Americans are sick of the lies, sick of the hoaxes and scams, and above all, sick of the hypocrisy. But our opponents have badly miscalculated. This egregious abuse of the law is going to produce a backlash, the likes of which nobody has ever seen before. Amy, do you think that I mean, some people have suggested that President Biden and all of his warnings about President former President Trump and his supporters was an effort to goad Trump into doing what we just saw him doing, putting himself back at center stage. Do you think politically that does benefit them?
1: Benefit the Republicans the, to no, have the
0: Democrats to oh. have Trump doing what he's doing there.
1: I mean, I think a combination of issues: abortion being front and center, and the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Trump and the continuing stories coming out about what was at Mar-a-Lago, of course, what January, what is being um, presented by the January sixth committee, and the fact that the party now seems to be really lining up behind. Trump all the candidates who he's endorsed have won these primaries so he is in some ways still on the ballot even and even though he's not and even though he's no longer in the White House the backlash thing is is an interesting point is it that They're gonna turn out a whole bunch of people who might not have been particularly interested in showing up in the election to come out and support Republicans because they want to defend the president. At the same time, I was watching that and I just thought, oh my gosh, it's not just that we're reliving 2020, we're reliving twenty sixteen and voters are also looking at this and thinking, Are we gonna relive this in twenty twenty-four? So the exhaustion level. Among independents, I think is what we really need to watch for. And if I'm a Republican strategist right now, and we're hearing them on television, we're hearing them in uh, news reports, say we just want to focus on the economy and we want to focus on Biden.
0: Uh, Tim, we saw a lot of these, uh, both the president and the former president, in Pennsylvania. Now, there's some high Senate races there, but there's also seemed this issue of trying to woo. Union voters, Democrats have always thought like those are my guys. Is that going to hold true?
2: There has been a growing separation. You know, there was a time, a long period of time, where union voters were Democratic voters. Union voters, union members, campaigned for Democrats. Even going back many years, but in 2016, I was out interviewing union voters, and they were telling me, "Yes, our our leadership is Democratic." We like Trump. Um, So that separation has been happening for some time, President Biden today giving two speeches to two big union crowds, even not in front of union crowds. Joe Biden loves to talk about his connection to uh, the the labor movement. And the labor movement is getting more interesting than it has been for a long time. It used to be very tied to sort of industrial jobs, and now... uh, various Seeing Amazon yeah i think Amazon Starbucks, Starbucks Chipotle yeah areas of the economy as the economy has shifted away from industrialized uh, labor so has the labor movement and the labor movement has more life right now than it's had in a long time a lot more support than it's had in a long time but again it's not clear that 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 sort of lockstep for democrats exists the way it did you know a generation ago
1: Yeah, and there's this image that when we talk about union voters, we're talking about white men in in hard hats. The service sector and its Chipotle is, or those other uh, brands you mentioned, are part of it. But remember, for years you've had um, service employees, people who are um, working um, in service jobs in big corporations or um, in other places, much more likely to be female, much more likely to be a person of color. So there are labor folks who are supporting Democrats, but they don't look like our our image of what a labor person looks like. White men are have not been voting for Democrats for quite some time. What Democrats need to do is hold on to as many of them as they can, but continue to bring Those other types of voters into the mix.
0: And it is worth noting, they are still a very small slice of American workers, but a lot of energy, as you're saying. Amy Walter, Tamara Keith, great to see you both. Thanks for coming in.
2: You're You're welcome.